It's been just a few days since Maura Carroll announced she would step down as head of the local government center. Today, there are still questions about her severance package and what the change in leadership could mean for the embattled organization. State Impact New Hampshire's Amanda Loader has been covering the twists and turns in the LGC story. She's been making calls this week and gathering reactions. She joins me now with an update. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Brady. Maura Carroll worked at the LGC for 25 years, four of those at the helm, and the media has been taking a lot of interest in her severance package. What do we know, first of all, about that package, and then why is it important? It's important because the LGC is funded by Jews from member communities and school districts, and its insurance programs are also funded with premiums paid by public entities. So what we're talking about here is taxpayer money that comes from numerous towns and cities across the state. As for the severance package, pretty much as soon as the board's decision was announced, media outlets, including State Impact, filed right-to-know requests to get the details. And in response to the demand, the LGC ultimately posted Carroll's contract online. And according to the reports, that contract says Carroll could get as much as a year's salary in severance. That's more than $189,000? Yeah, and she could also see payouts for work expenses and unused vacation. Now, that's according to the contract she signed last June. But as to the final details, she has yet to sign a release that would make this information public. Now, Dave Lang, president of the Professional Firefighters of New Hampshire, he's been one of the organization's most vocal critics. More importantly than the dollars, which I think are pretty impressive, are the other fine details of severance that have not been disclosed as of yet. I know that the previous executive director, when uh, we were given under a right-to-know request, the severance package of the previous executive director, it was pretty significant and large. And Dave Lang is referring to when John Andrews retired as head of the LGC. It was widely reported that his package included $100,000. Yes, and that was to be paid in $20,000 increments over the course of five years. Now, on paper, it's interesting, that was payment for consulting, which he never actually did. The state wound up stepping in, though, and he ultimately got to keep about $40,000 of that money. Now, let's go back and just explain why there was this sudden departure at all, why Maura Carroll announced she was stepping down. Well, for much of her tenure, the LGC and its regulator, the Bureau of Securities Regulation, they've pretty much been in pitched battle. The Bureau accused the LGC of overcharging communities for health insurance. They said they hoarded assets and properly used funds. And this past summer, a hearing officer agreed and ordered the LGC to return more than $52 million to communities. The LGC is appealing that decision to the state Supreme Court, but it has to follow the order in the interim. And the LGC's interpretation of how to do that differs dramatically from how the Bureau of Securities regulation reads it. And After the LGC announced the decision late Friday afternoon, I spoke with board member uh, Sheila Connolly about how the board came to the unanimous decision to dismiss Carol. We've been working for months to try and move forward in resolving our appeal and so forth. And so uh, over time, we've been finding ourselves frustrated with our inability to move forward. And so uh, it was actually over the last couple of weeks that we really sort of came to the final decision that We needed to seek a change in leadership and to try and establish a better uh, rapport and relationship with our regulatory agency. So the board came to this conclusion, but otherwise an unexpected departure? Yeah, outside of the confines of the local government center office, that's absolutely true. In fact, I spoke with Keith Hickey, who is the Salem town manager, and Salem left the LGC last year, but until late in the year, Keith Hickey was vice chair of the LGC board, and 
He told me he didn't see it coming. I'm disappointed. I mean, I, I, there, there had been some conversations off and on, and I think Maura was somebody who would always put the organization before herself, and I know she did it a couple of times during this uh, very unsettling period. And I think she cared very much about the organization and, uh, and was a very selfless person. Keith Hickey of Salem. Now, Salem is one of a number of towns and cities that are upset about the fact that the LGC might only give them partial repayments of their insurance premiums or maybe none at all. How are these towns taking that news? Well, I get the sense in talking to people both on and off the record that they don't associate Maura Carroll with the organization's problems. Now, an example is Todd Selig. He's town administrator for Durham, and that town has been fighting the LGC over how much it should get back for overpaying on insurance premiums. Any organization is larger than its CEO. And for some, the very unfortunate negative publicity which has dogged the local government center has been attributed, I believe, unfairly to Maura Carroll. And Maura has worked tirelessly for cities and towns and school districts over 25 years. And it's important to not lose sight of that. But given that negative coverage, are there still questions dogging the LGC now? Absolutely. In fact, Dave Lang, president of the Professional Firefighters of New Hampshire, remember, he actually registered his disappointment with the decision after he was said that uh, at first he was encouraged to hear that the LGC wanted to change course on Friday, he then said, We're very disappointed to see what type of change. When the leaders of the board came out and said that the main reason they were making this change in leadership was to enhance their relationship with a regulator. Whether you get along with the regulator or you don't is not really at play here. It's what's the law say? You have to follow the law. What did the hearings officers report rule? And it's time to implement that hearings officer's report. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing more about this story as it develops. Absolutely. That's our State Impact reporter, Amanda Loader. State Impact is a project of NPR and NHPR examining the effects of public policy on the people, businesses, and economy of New Hampshire.